Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ray and Tay Today. Talking sports with friends. We're talking basketball. NBA time and we're on the air. We're ready to clap boards and our crossover's not fair. Uh, throw the ball up in the air. We're giving you the stats. All stars are here. NBA finals and the draft. You know we're here. Cooper- Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Come hoop it up with us. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray Tall Racer. And I'm Tay Eric Taylor. It is Friday, April 6th. Let's talk some NBA. We, you know, neglected it. Congrats to Villanova. We wrapped college up. It's over. And, uh, you know, dominating fashion. But now it's time, Ray, to hoop it up. And I threw it out there, and the question that is at hand, now with Kyrie Irving done for the season and the rest of the playoffs, is it a clear path, because we see how the Raptors handle LeBron, is it a clear path for LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers, and especially LeBron, to go to his eight, I mean eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight straight NBA finals, Ray? Do you see that? And if so... How amazing would that be? So, yes, yes, and yes. Yes, it's amazing. Yes, I see it happening. And, yes, we said this a couple years ago and even last year. LeBron is underrated. I feel like we won't realize, because we're all about, stupid things like the decision and, you know, Kyrie and not getting along and this, that, and the other. But right. when we look He's back been credit, at this guy. and scrutinized more than any, any other player probably. More ever. than anybody. But when we look at this guy and we see what he's done on the court, you forget about off the court, right? He does a lot of pretty fascinating stuff off the court too. But he's going to end his career as potentially the number one scorer or number two, or number three scores, depending on how long he wants to play in NBA history. And you could argue that's not even his best trait, right? Nope. You know what I mean? Will Chamberlain's best trait was he was a scorer. But he is unbelievable, this guy. He's going to be top ten in assists. He's going to be top ten in steals. He's going to be top three in scoring. He's going to be unbelievable. He'll go to eight straight finals and, and more to come if he stays, certainly if he stays in the East and still he doesn't take over. So, this is am- he's amazing, and the, the, his story's amazing. And yeah, I mean, pencil Cleveland into the finals. I can't see unless LeBron gets hurt. Pencil them in. Right. I don't think Toronto, even with all their depth and their renewed enthusiasm up north, and even with Drake there courtside, I, they don't have enough. Philly, Milwaukee, I don't think they have enough. Washington doesn't have enough. Boston, right with Kyrie and Gordon Hayward, maybe next year, but not this year. Well, we saw it just the other night when the Cavs went up to Toronto. They kind of just put it on them. And, and there's something about the Raptors that, yeah, they can get the one seed and they can look good. But we've seen it the last three, four years in the playoffs on this run. Granted, this roster might be a smidgen better than the last two years. It, it, there's something about Lowry and DeRozan. They're two biggest stars because you're not relying on Powell or Baca, right, to win you a series. 
And those two gentlemen, they seem to and Demar and give Demar Derozan credit. Every year his games improved and gotten better. Neither one of us thought he would be this player in the league and this type of career. He's a stud. He's a bona fide All Star, top twenty player in the league. But in the playoffs, it seems as if against LeBron, both of them shrink, and nobody is willing to stop LeBron on that team. And it's just it's a clear path. But let's jump to the West. Before, you know, let's, let's talk about the playoff picture. I mean, clearly, last night was huge. Denver beating Minnesota. They are basically tied 44-35, and 35, Ray. We've got three games left for most teams. One or two teams have four games left. Um, you have <clears throat> battles where, you know, the Pelicans, Timberwolves, you could throw in the, the Clippers, the Nuggets, and the Thunder are all basically a game and a half of each other. And you could even go all the way up to the fifth seed with the Spurs. So, you know, a couple of these guys play each other tonight, Minnesota at the, at the Clippers. Um, oh, actually they're at the Lakers. So maybe that's a win for them, but they'll be tired. You got the, the Phoenix hosting the Pelicans. Maybe they get an easy win. What do you think and where do you think this is all going to play out? We'll talk about the top with the Warriors getting swept by the Pacers and the injuries and the Rockets, but just the bottom of the West, because the East is set. Who's six, seven, eight, or who's out? Is it Denver and the Clippers out? Could the Timberwolves be out? What do you see? Well, the Clippers are definitely out. I mean, you, you can't make up yes, two, you can mathematically, but you can't make up two games with three games to go. That means that both the I don't know how the tiebreaker worked between Minnesota and Denver and the Clippers, but you'd have to win all three and they would have to lose all three, and that's not happening. So the yeah. Clippers are out. So it comes down to Denver and Minnesota. Uh, and the Pelicans. Well, the Pelicans are up on them by half a game, though. One in the yeah, loss count. No, they got one so, more. They have so, four games left. Yeah, that's true, but they also have one loss fewer so look yeah. i think ultimately that it's between minnesota and denver denver's on a roll they they've won four the in a row. season wednesday night that's going to be awesome that to me is for, <laughs> and i don't know again i don't know i don't know the tie break but i'm going to say minnesota i'm going to say the young bucks in the east are the philadelphia 76ers and the milwaukee bucks and the young bucks in the west are the minnesota timberwolves and they take care of business and they go to the playoffs with these young studs and Jimmy Butler, who's not well, you know, he's thankfully not old, Jimmy just got back, right? That's a good thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. So I'm looking at Minnesota taking that seven seed, and again, you can't really call this tiebreaker between four, five, six, and seven. You know, just last week Oklahoma City was four, and San Antonio was seven, and now it's Utah four, San Antonio five, Oklahoma City, and New Orleans. So. Gosh, the West is amazing, right? It's going to be fascinating. So let me ask you this. I mean, not that you have to, you know, pick it now. We'll wait when the season ends. But these postseason awards, obviously, most people are going to say Harden is MVP. You and I know LeBron's still the best, but he's had one heck of a march in the beginning of April, Ray. I mean, the performances this guy's been putting down. But I will ask you this. If you just looked at the top five scorers, and Anthony Davis, let's say if they consider him a center, would you say this is the first team all NBA or would you put Westbrook over Lillard? So it's Harden, Davis, LeBron, Giannis, and Lillard. 
Would you give Lillard the edge over Westbrook or Curry, or do you feel Westbrook's got to be on that first All-NBA team? If let's say if Davis, if they put him at the center, if not, maybe it's Embiid, and then and then Giannis gets booted off by Davis if he's a forward. But do, for the guards, like is it Lillard, Curry, or so, Westbrook to join Harden? So because so because the teams are basically the same. In other words, Portland's in the three spot. Uh, That's Oklahoma impressive, in right? That is impressive. Oklahoma's in the That's six spot. Damian's been balling. <laughs> Damian has been balling, and he's got his one partner who's a stud oh, out of Lehigh, McCollum. But I got to say, Russell Westbrook's leading the league in assists. And not only can Russell score, but he's leading the league in assists, and he plays D, and he's the heart and soul of that team. And he's averaging, you know, he's averaging, nobody's, nobody's talking about it, but he's averaging a tenth of a rebound shy of a triple-double. He's averaging 25-6 a game, 10.1 rebounds and 9.9, sorry, 10.1 assists and 9.9 rebounds. So if he gets himself a 17-18 rebound game, he'll average a triple-double. He'll get another triple-double again. That would be insane if he did it back-to-back. And, I hope we're rooting for him is, to get it. And his team is basically – in the same position as New Orleans, sorry, as uh, um, as Portland. So I got to give it to Russell. I mean, he's look. I hate Damian Lillard. Always seems to get the short end of the stick. He didn't make the All Star team until two years ago. Portland, give them credit. He's pretty. Portland's pretty solid at that third seed. I don't think anybody's catching him with forty eight wins. No, no, no. I, no, I, of course. No, I'm not saying he's catching them, but what I'm saying is that the difference is two games, right? Like the difference between James Harden and LeBron James is. 15 losses, right? James right. Harden's team's got 15 losses, and, and, and uh, LeBron's team's got 30 losses. So, you know, if it was close, let's say if LeBron and James Harden had the same record, I would argue you, you could give it to LeBron because LeBron's doing more. He's got more weight on his shoulders. But because of 15 wins difference, you got to give it to the MVP to Harden. So the same thing. No, no, definitely. That, and we both felt that Harden should have got it two years ago against with, with Curry, or three years ago. Right, and, and so what I'm saying is that is that – Dame Lillard and Russell Westbrook, basically, their teams have basically had the same season. I mean, it's going to be like two, two in the loss column. That's going to be the difference, right? But just Russell is just carrying so much weight on his shoulders. Now, he does have George and Melo, but you see Melo's as, as toward the downside of his career. He, he's really bad, not. looking right? He's you not. You know, him and LeBron are basically Mello. like the same age, and Melo's really – and I guess it's he hasn't taken care of his body in the offseason the way LeBron has. You know, his weight has fluctuated, but Melo's gotten old quick, Ray. I know, I know. And guy. so, I, yeah, this is a nice young team, though. Think about it. Harden's in his mid-20s. Davis is in his mid-20s. LeBron's in his 30s. Giannis is 23. Dollar Dame is, what, 26, 27? Now, Dame, let me ask you this, though. Is Dame okay? Because I remember he they they said he injured his ankle or something. I didn't I didn't get the latest on that in terms of him for the playoffs or if he's he's going to be good. I I'm just thought it was a tweak, but I don't know. Okay. I mean, he's uh, I think he's fine. Now let's talk about this though, because the Warriors getting swept for the first time in like two seasons and during the or three seasons in the Kerr era um, by the Pacers. Look. They're probably tired. It's been boring for them. They're, you know, trying to get back to their fourth straight or uh, fifth straight finals, right, or fourth straight finals. But have 
do you see a chink in the armor? These injuries, because to me, without Curry, they're not going to the finals without Curry. But there's something just off with the team in general. Do you think they'll be able to right the ship with Curry 80% or higher? 100%. I think what yeah. happens in the playoffs is that it's a different style of basketball. And granted, Mike D'Antoni's been there, but his teams have never gotten past the the team that's either as talented or the team that's even less talented but just plays a better style in the playoffs. Now, he's going to go up against a Golden State team that plays better defense, is more talented, and knows how to execute in the half court. So to me, the Houston Rockets just are not built for the for the. You don't think they can force a seventh game in Houston and then just make it a coin toss? No. You know, I kind of agree. I don't think when the spotlight's on in an NBA Finals, jacking up all those threes and only having like two or three guys on your on the court at any given time playing real defense. But right, 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 wait, wait, wait. You can't beat the Golden State Warriors like that. Don't you think CP3 is a different dude? And they've got Luke Mambute, P.J. Tucker, Ariza. They've got some defensive dogs, and Capella's okay, so but improved. Okay, but once you put Luke Richard and Mambute in the game, you have, you're running four on five. Clint Capella, same thing. So you can't have it both ways. You know what I'm saying? You can't be the offensive stud Mike D'Antoni team, and yet – put your defensive players in, P.J. Tucker and all those guys, who can't score. So you have – against this Golden State Warrior team, because they can do both. They, they're on, no, they're, they're equally legal right. on both sides of the court. So I just don't think they can do it. I don't think when the game slows down and they need to put in their defensive guys, they won't be able to score enough. And then I think if they put their, their scorers in, they won't be able to defend and they rely on those threes. You put up like 25 threes in, in a playoff game, you're not going to win the series, I don't think, against Golden State. I'm just – I don't know. I can't see it. I'll tell you this. The playoffs are going to be fascinating. Hopefully Embiid gets back. The Sixers are putting it on the Cavs right now. Um, they're looking like the Sixers will probably be the fourth seed and the Cavs the third seed. But my question is, where's the upset in the East in the first round? Is it, you know, obviously, you know, 3-6. I don't know if Miami can beat the Cavs. But Boston, everybody wants to be the seventh seed. But Washington, would it be an upset if Boston, without Kyrie, beats Washington? No, I don't think either Washington or Milwaukee, whoever whoever captures that seventh seed, or maybe Miami, if they, you know, the Knicks are beating Miami tonight. So (laughs) it could be, uh, it could be Miami. I think Boston is, is, ready to be upset, and I wouldn't even call it an upset. It's only an upset by seed. No, no, I was actually asking, do you think it's upset if Boston wins against Washington? Oh, I mean, it's sort of even money, right? Because because John Wall isn't really himself yet. He's not really back. The Bucks don't really have any playoff experience. So, you know, you know talent-wise, you take – Kyrie off that team and maybe yeah they should be a slight underdog but they do have home court they do have some playoff experience Brad Stevens is probably you know uh, uh, the better coach in that matchup so can I tell you what's going to happen the Milwaukee Bucks 
the Milwaukee Bucks are going to upset the number one seed Toronto Raptors, just like wow, the Nuggets. You could have seven and eight both winning. Yes, Washington and Milwaukee could both advance, and I think it's very possible. But I could see Milwaukee beating Toronto in that first round. I really can, Ray. Okay. Because because I, Jabari Jabari's getting his game back. Bledsoe and Giannis and Middleton are, you know, they're, they're, they're going to be, I think they'll be better in the playoffs. And I think the matchups defensively, I don't know if Toronto can handle Giannis and then Parker if he gets it going. You know what I mean? And Middleton, Milwaukee's a tough team in a series. I really Milwaukee think Milwaukee is a team where you look at their record and they're going to win, what, 44 games, let's say. They have the potential to be a, a 58-win team, yeah. you know? So they, they're a terrible matchup, right? You'd rather be playing – I think you look at this – Sixers are special too just because of the talent on that team. But you'd rather play Indiana, Miami, or Washington than the Milwaukee Bucks. Just because Milwaukee Bucks, you might sweep them. But they yeah. could sweep you. They could sweep you. If they get on a roll – they can play, and they have some, like you said, some terrible matchup for you, for your side. They have some real difficult matchups. <laughs> so, yeah. Can you I, imagine I the Eastern Conference Finals might be Cleveland against Philly? Wow. Three That's versus crazy. four. Yeah. Okay. And they could swap you positions. You that, right? That is where we're headed. Listen, we hope everybody has a great sports weekend. And speaking of where we're headed, when you look at the home stretch of the Masters, I didn't see where Tiger's at, Ray, but when you just look at the, the well, leaderboard. He's at 75, so he's, he's Okay, he's so he's what, I mean, three under now? He'll make the cut, but he'll make the He's cut, three under? But, uh, no, he was three under going to the day. The but... Rory and Spieth and Dustin and Thomas and Dustin Johnson, everybody's there. It's going to be uh, – should be a fun weekend. So, yeah. Patrick Reed, that's the well, new, well, that's the new under. kid on he's the bus. He's Patrick Reed. Yeah. And Leishman, uh, yeah, he's, they're going to be the final pairing on Saturday. Yeah. No, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. You, you got, you, you're rooting for somebody who, who you think – you think Spieth is, is – he's close, so he might do it again? Nah, you know what? Get, 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 let a new guy do it. Let a new guy do it. I mean, why not Patrick Reed? I don't Johnson know much about him. Finally. Well, Dustin's number one ranked player in the world, so he's doing all right. And he's go, you know, he's no Masters though. No Masters, true. Like Sergio Garcia won his Masters last year and got rid of that monkey on his back. Um, but yeah, let a, let a new guy win it, right? I'm all, I'm all for the new guy. Why not? Uh, you know, Henry, he's been around. Rory McIlroy's been around. Spieth and Johnson. I mean, remember, these guys are like five or six strokes back, though. This kid, Patrick yeah. Reed, is nine under. I mean, no, he's, and Leishman I mean, is listen, seven. If, he, if, if Patrick Reed keeps his head down and just, you know, doesn't get caught up in the rough and just, you know, gets, you know, close to birdies or par, he's going to win this thing going away. So it'll be fun. We'll be back on Monday. You know, we'll start getting you close and ready for the draft. We'll get you ready for the end of the NBA season. Playoffs start next Saturday, Ray. So um, I think maybe we'll have our playoff preview next Friday. So Monday we'll, you know, tell you what's going to happen in the last two games of the season and last game on Wednesday. So 
Should be a good sports weekend, and uh, everybody enjoy the warm weather. You getting some warm weather in New York finally, or what? No, it's still in the forties. It's still in the forties over here. It might snow tomorrow. <laughs> oh, stop it! Yeah, we might have two oh. snowstorms in April. You're killing me. But it it's, won't it's take ninety it's today. Be, oh boy, ninety. That's yeah. That's like a whole other world. <laughs> All right, everybody. Enjoy, and uh, thanks for listening and talking sports with friends. We are out.